Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. An appeals court deals the Trump administration's Medicaid work requirements another blow. And we hear from the executive director of the newly formed Public Option Institute about the new policies and how they're unfolding on the state level. All that and more coming up on this episode of Just Healthcare Daily. It's Tuesday, February 18th, and I'm Alex Olkin with Just Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines and health business and policy news in under 10 minutes. If you like the podcast, please leave us a review. It helps other listeners find the show. First, a look back at Friday's news. Federal appellate judges struck down Arkansas's Medicaid work requirements. The judges agreed with a lower court that the requirements don't further the purpose of the Medicaid program, which is to provide insurance for those who can't afford it. While the ruling only applies to Arkansas, it cast doubt on the 20 other states that have or are seeking federal approval to implement the work requirements. In the opinion, the federal appellate judges wrote that the failing to consider how many people would lose coverage was arbitrary and capricious. In Arkansas, more than 18,000 people lost coverage after work requirements started, and recent research has shown that the administrative burden of carrying out these requirements is expensive and may offset savings from the small portion of Medicaid beneficiaries that the requirements would actually apply to. A handful of states, including Arizona, South Carolina, and Indiana, have put work requirements on hold while the court cases are playing out. Kentucky, which was one of the first states to get federal approval for the work requirements, withdrew its plans to implement them after a Democratic governor was elected in 2019. It's not yet clear if the Trump administration will appeal the decision to the Supreme Court. Now it's time for a weekly deep dive. There's increasing support in recent polls for the public option among Democrats and Republicans. The term public option can encompass multiple proposals, and we've heard a variety from Democratic presidential candidates. But there are two states, Washington and Colorado, that are in the process of implementing versions of these public option plans. Billy Wynn established the newly created Public Option Institute, a project of his consulting firm, Wynn Health Group. With a grant from Arnold Ventures, Wynn and his team will be following the developments and analyzing the rollout and market impacts of the public option plans in these two states. And I saw that with Colorado and Washington enacting public option legislation last spring that we really are you know, on the cusp of a trend. And again, there's probably at least six to eight other states very actively considering similar programs. So I really wanted to try to add some clarity and some, you know, uh, evidence-based analysis to the debate. Uh, thus far, it's really been driven by kind of broad ideological brushes, which I personally don't find particularly helpful in trying to resolve 
you know, I think what are our common goals of bringing down healthcare costs and expanding access to quality coverage. Colorado has some of the highest hospital prices in the country. According to a state report, between 2009 and 2018, hospital profits per patient tripled to more than $1,500. Colorado and Washington are trying to lower health care costs by limiting reimbursements to a multiple of Medicare. So those states are looking to benchmark their provider reimbursement rates to Medicare, while not at 100 percent, you know, some some quotient um, of Medicare. So that's a that's an important commonality. Both states are also um, seeking to reduce premium by around 10 percent, very loosely speaking. Um, That's Colorado's goal. Washington has stated a similar goal. The public option in both Washington and Colorado will operate similarly to Medicare Advantage in the sense that the state will contract out to private insurers to sell plans. But this decision, which initially seems like a way to inspire competition, could have a weird drawback for people who get tax credits. The tax credits are calculated based on the price of a middle-tier plan. So if all the plans, including that middle-tier plan, drop their prices, then some consumers will see smaller tax credits. In other words, um, if you are in that subsidized population, which which 400 percent of poverty level is about one hundred thousand dollars a year for a family of four. So, you know, middle class families um, and even you might argue even kind of upward middle class are will, would see their net premium. So you take the sticker price, you reduce their subsidy, you get their what they're actually paying. That could actually go up um, under the scenario that those states are proposing where you have multiple public option plans in the market. And that is, uh, in Colorado, we have seen that exact effect occur in the state's reinsurance program. Wynn says, on the other hand, if states had just one public option plan, the tax credits likely would not be affected. So just to give you a, a bit of a clearer sense of this, for the very low end of the subsidized population, those who are closer to the poverty level, under a single public option plan approach, they could see what they uh, pay toward their premium be reduced by as much as 80% or more. Uh, Whereas if you have a multiple plan approach, they see a very nominal change, perhaps a a 1% reduction, 2% reduction, something along those lines. One of the big questions is whether the insurers will get enough providers to participate at these lower reimbursement rates to meet network adequacy standards. In Colorado, the plan is to make hospital participation mandatory, but that still leaves a whole host of providers outside the hospital setting that insurers will need to participate. The assumption is that the existing insurers will probably just rely on their existing non-hospital networks at comparable reimbursement rates to establish public option plans. It's probably going to be okay, you know, in in that regard. Washington State, where participation for all providers is optional, does raise bigger questions. And um, I think that there's some concern in Washington about whether or not hospitals are going to participate. And if they don't, then you don't have a public option program. Providers and insurers oppose plans in both states. In Colorado, a group called Colorado's Healthcare Future released a series of ads. Every Coloradan deserves access to affordable, quality health care. But a state government option puts politicians in control of our health care system. The group argues the public option could disrupt the employer market. Wynn says it's important to watch these states as Democratic presidential candidates have proposed various versions of the public option as the cornerstone of their health plans.
Thanks for listening to Just Healthcare Daily. I'm Alex Olgan. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news on JustHealthcare.com. Just Healthcare Daily is an independent production of Just Healthcare. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.